Queen City Homicides is a true crime podcast that focuses on real stories based in Charlotte, North Carolina. Although true crime may be a form of entertainment for some, let it also be a tool for education and awareness. Let us never forget that these are real stories of real people. Listener's discretion is advised. The tally of people killed in Charlotte, all of which happened in just the past 24 hours. Autic scene in North Charlotte, East Charlotte. In West Charlotte, South Charlotte. Queen City made homicides. Take a listen. And we back, and we back like a... Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper song, exactly. Even better than I was the last time, baby. baby. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm good. I'm ooh, good. Yeah. Period. What? That's a banger I forgot about. Good ass intro, I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah. With like BJ the Chicago Kid. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Hey y'all. Um, we recording. We recorded two episodes in one night. I just want you yeah. to know that. <laughs> so. I'm subjecting Steven to a lot of pain. I mean, I wouldn't really say it like that, but hey, just you, whatever you want to call it. Hey. I'm just playing. I'm but sorry. But we in here. Queen City, Queen City Homicides. We're going to edit that out. Oh, no. Ooh. Go ahead. We we where? We at Queen City Homicide uh, doing a podcast talking about. Real shit. A homicide. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Um. So let's get started right away. I won't hold everybody long. I hope everybody's been doing well. Um, y'all will probably hear this episode in like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spaced out from each other. Yes. Spaced out is the name of one of my EPs, by the way. Ooh. Not to shamelessly plug myself, but I'm just shamelessly saying. plug yourself. We love it. I'm just saying. Um, I'm only doing this because Steven said to space them out, so Yeah, I just felt like if people heard me back to back on an episode, they'd be like, ah. This motherfucker. Like, come on. You gonna double time feature this motherfucker? Like, come on. Yes. But, yes, yeah, I know. am. I am. Okay. Because he let me, so I have to take advantage. He's here. <laughs> I am here. Yes. But let's get started because it's, it's a serious case. Um, this story does cover the death of a minor, so it may be triggering for some to listen. So... Amani Berenger was born on December 2nd, 2014. She was a Sagittarius, which, like I said, I'm always going to shout out my Sagittarius babies. We are dope. And I know that Amani was the coolest five-year-old girl, okay? Yeah, she was. She was. Her, te- her teacher, Brittany Battle, said Amani was, quote, a beautiful soul, a beautiful student, end quote. She had just started kindergarten at Hidden Valley Elementary School, and her favorite colors were pink and green. Steven's going to go through it, y'all. I wish I could see his face. He's already like, oh, don't do this to me. Y'all have no idea. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I got a little niece. I got nephews and nieces and all that. I know. I know. I know. There was a baby picture that I found of her, and she was just, like, the cutest little baby. I'm going to lie. I really don't want to see that. I know. I won't show it to you. Okay, cool. I won't show it to you. Um, You'll see it on Instagram, though. So, 
um, when it comes out. But she was the cutest little baby. She was just chunky and smiling and just so pure and adorable, I'm telling you. Um, And as she got older, there are some pictures of her with her braids, with the different color bees. Y'all know. Y'all know. You know, she was The classic. Like when you're in elementary, you know. She was just. She was just fly. You feel me? She was fly. That's why I said she was like the coolest five-year-old girl you probably knew. Okay. Um, she was just so beautiful. And I bet she was just super smart and funny. You feel me? So Amani literally had her whole life ahead of her. On the night of September 9th, 2020, police were called um, just before 9.30 p.m. to the Maple Run Apartments in the Hidden Valley neighborhood. When police arrived, they found Amani with a gunshot wound to the neck, and she was later transported to the hospital where she died from her injuries. Steven's jaw is on the floor right now, y'all. I'm sure a lot of people's jaws are on the floor. Yeah. Now, Why you do that? I'm sorry. I told you, I can't fluff stories, so... Yeah, no. Okay, continue. Mm-hmm. So, Amani was accidentally shot by her 14-year-old brother, who got a hold of a loaded gun. Now, I couldn't find a lot of information on this story, like if the gun was inside the home or if her brother found it somewhere else. But based on the charges that I will discuss next, I believe the gun was inside the home. And at the time of the shooting, was left unattended. There was another 15-year-old family member in the home, and at the time of the shooting, no adults were in the home. It's unclear what led up to the shooting, and I won't be I won't be making any assumptions because I don't think it's mine or anybody else's place to. But after Amani's death, her brother was charged with involuntary manslaughter, and an adult was charged with failure to secure a firearm. The shooting was accidental, but the aftermath was detrimental. In North Carolina, involuntary manslaughter is a class F felony, and the sentence includes a minimum of 13 months to up to 20 years in prison. I'm not sure how long the 14-year-old got, but whatever the amount, I know only made what happened even worse. Failure to secure a firearm is a class 1 misdemeanor, and the sentence could include 120 days in prison and also paying a fine included by the court. Now, if I got any any of that information incorrect, please feel free to correct me. The effects of this shooting must have been really painful for Amani's family to lose a child, a five-year-old, and then to have two family members charged afterwards. It's really unimaginable to think of what they had to go through. It's something no family wants to experience. And the saddest part is, is that Amani is gone and she can never come back. Now, cases like these, I think, can go either way. So I asked some of my friends for their opinions on this story and whether or not they felt that Amani's brother should have been charged along with the adult. Steven, you can put your input in in a second, but I'm going to just get this part through right now. So everyone agreed that the adult should have been charged because, of course, they are the adult. But in regards to her brother, the answers were different. Some of my friends thought that her brother should have been charged even if it was accidental. The friends who said this felt that even though this was something absolutely tragic, sometimes we have to learn from our mistakes the hard way. Others felt that he did not need to be charged. They felt that her brother should have been given an alternative to prison time. These alternatives included therapy, gun safety training, and community service. So, Stephen, what's your opinion? Okay, well, 
I don't know the situation necessarily. Like, if he, you know what I'm saying? Like, did he think it was just a toy and he, like, looked right. at her and he was like, bang. And he just, like, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, did he know and, like, it was almost intentional? Like, right. Like, I don't know. So, like, I could never say, like, oh, put him in jail. Because, right. like, I would not, like, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to, like, live with that spirit. Right. If, if he actually didn't do it on purpose. Right. So, I mean, you know, um, education and gun safety and maybe therapy because of, you know, the realization of what he may have did later and, but, um, you know, I, I don't know. I I couldn't say put him in jail. Right. The, and as for the parent also, like, I couldn't say put them in jail either because mm. how do we know, like, this little boy wasn't just looking at stuff, looking around the crib, being curious? Like, we don't know. Bro mm-hmm. was 14. I remember being 14 and, like, yeah, I smoked weed. But, like, at the same time, like, I was a kid, bro. Like, right. I didn't know, like, like, I didn't know how to, like, go into the store and ask them, like, oh, like where do I find dog food? Because I had social anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like there's no telling what this kid was thinking of or like what was going through his head. So like, I can't just sit there and, and, and think that of him. Right. And, but as far as the parent, like they weren't even there. Like, right. There wasn't any, I couldn't, home. I couldn't charge them with that. It would just be like, you know, let's maybe get them all into some, like, like gun some type of gun training. safety training where they can see like, okay, you have to keep something like this secured. Like, I don't know. It's just too much. And then, like, uh, it's too many factors that play in to just be able to say, like, oh, put somebody in jail. Right. Like, and then, have you ever been in jail? No. no. Okay, well. I don't want to go to jail. Not fun. Tell you that. (laughs) I don't want to go to jail. Wouldn't want to see somebody go to jail that doesn't deserve to go to jail. Yeah, definitely. And I think for me, like, I wanted to pose that question to everybody on Instagram. Maybe I can do, like, a poll or something. Um, Because, like I said, I know that when I saw this, I was thinking about, like, and I think I talk about that later, but I was thinking about, like, how can I write this and be fair? You know what I'm saying? Because I... I, um, have a perspective where like you can't especially doing something like this i don't think you can be biased you can't let your biases show all the time especially in a case like this because it's so sensitive because it's like this and then this is so sensitive that like if you really have a bias like what what kind of heart do you have right for sure for sure how can you excuse me how can you have a bias against a child you know what i'm saying like at the end of the day he's a minor too Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. Yeah, like we all know right from wrong, and we know this, and but like, you really think he thought he was gonna do that to that little girl? Right, no, right. So to your sister, to his sister, exactly. Right. And like, he probably is sitting here every morning, waking up. The first thing he thinks about is his sister. Is reliving that nightmare. Exactly. The last thing he thinks about before he goes to sleep is his sister. Mm-hmm. Like being in situations like that, or like where you've experienced somebody. And something happening to them, to them, like, right in front of you, like, that does not leave. Like, Oh, yeah. So, like, that little boy gets to go through that every day. I promise you, he does not need no jail time. Mm-hmm. He, he's going to mm-hmm. have to grow through that and learn everything he has to learn forward on in his life with that right on his shoulder. 
Yeah. Jail time is not going to affect him no different. Leave him alone. Right. And that's why like, when I initially heard this, I was like, I don't think that jail should have been the no, first thing. Definitely not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he definitely needed therapy. Like, seriously. Like, he needs to go and sit and let out everything that just went on. Like, And to learn that it's. It, it happened, but like it we happened. gotta move forward. It happened. And you can't continue. We're not gonna sit here and fault you. Yeah. We're not gonna yell at you. Bro, that's just life, bro. Yeah, like it was an accident. You know, and that's what I'm saying. There's not a lot of details, so we really don't know what happened. But yeah. that's why in the beginning I said I don't think it's anybody's place to really put their opinion on there. The Really, the point of this whole story, which I think I talk about later, is for educational awareness on gun safety. Yeah. That's really the whole point. And it's also to remember Amani because she was literally only five years old. So A baby. She was a baby. Literally a baby. A baby. That's crazy. So I said I really did not know what to think or say. I feel that both sides are valid. But I definitely know that the things that this brother must have been going through at the time of the shooting must have been so painful to accidentally shoot your little sister and then have to deal with her death and the response of your family and then be charged with involuntary manslaughter is too much. It's too much for anybody, especially a child who's only 14. He's like, he's like just on like the, the, the edge of like gaining his real consciousness. You know what I'm saying? And like, realizing like oh like i fucked this up or like i did this and it didn't go the way i expected or like even like oh i took a test and i failed like he's just on that like cusp of like realizing what all that is so like then him having to deal with like adult man consequences is like that's that's crazy and i mean to think even now like he's only 16 you know um because this was in 2020 and he was 14, right? Is yeah. that, no, so he's like 17? Yeah, he might be like 17 15, 16, now. 17. Depending on when his birthday is. You know. Right, right. So he's like 16, 17 years old right now. Um, But again, this was in 2020. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Like this just happened. This for real, for just real. happened. So, so like I said, I just think it's too much for anybody, especially a child. And even for the adult that was charged, I know that this has affected them just as hard. Like you were saying. And like you... also Okay, look. You ever been to Hidden Valley? Yeah. You gotta think about the area they're in. Right. Like, I'm not walking around Hill and Valley without no gun. <laughs> you not. What? You not. So, they're trying to gentrify the Hidden Valley area, but it, it and you it's just like, can't. That's not happening. That's like not that's happening. still Hidden Valley is gonna be what it is forever. And I'm not saying that like in, in the a negative, negative way, way at all. No. It's a community. That's a community. That is somebody's life. People yeah. love that place. I go there, I see my friends, I love being around it. Okay, look. That's not my point. My point is, that's not the safest place in the city. Yeah. So, again, to we are above nobody to be able to pass judgment for, for sure. having a gun for in sure. that place at all. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I don't know. I couldn't fault no adult for that either. Because, And then at the same time, what if, what if this person taught this five-year-old, like, okay, listen, we live in this place. If something happens... It's right there. Right. What if something was was happening and the kid is so shook he didn't even, he he forgot about that. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
it's so many it's things so I think about things. when it comes it, to like things like that. And that's why so, I said there's not a lot know. of details. And that's why I said I don't think it's anybody's place to make any type of judgments yeah. or decisions. You know what I'm saying? We all have our own opinions. And that's why I said both sides are valid when I heard the responses from the people that I did ask. Um, but at the end of the day, though, I don't think it's our place to, yeah. to speak on it. The only reason why, like I said, we are speaking on it is because a five-year-old lost a their life to something that could have been avoided. Yeah, like, yeah. And um, for the people that do say to, like, charge this child, I would never, like, sit there and pass judgment on them and think that they, they feel this way about a child, like, thinking that, like, oh... That child wants to hurt more people in the future. I wouldn't right. think that they think that. It's just like no, like you like know, they like said, that like they said, something happens. Sometimes we have to learn from our decisions exactly. the hard way. Like and sometimes that's unfortunate. you have to. And and for the people who did like say that, I respect that. Yeah, because not- like that maybe like that's a hard perspective to take, but like, but it's not a that's wrong life, one. bro. Yeah. That's why I said both sides are valid, and that's why I'm not disagreeing with either side. Exactly. But I, but we do have to acknowledge the pain. You have to be devil's advocate. Yeah, like, but we also have to acknowledge the pain that and that the caused, further yeah. trauma that we are inflicting upon a 14 year old child to not only go through something that is traumatic as accidentally shooting your little sister and then her dying, and then you have to now go to prison. And your whole life is changed forever. Now, like forever, and but then you in get both out of aspects. even when you get out of jail, bro. You are changed. You are a different person, and you're you a child. You have gone through the system at this point, and you're a kid. And still. that's what I'm saying. Like, even at 14, he's he's in juvie right now, probably. But when you're 18, depending on how long he got, you're gonna transition into an adult prison. Well, if they charge him with manslaughter, that's an adult charge. But that's so, what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. He's I don't not know going how long to no juvie. Got. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So, yeah, no. If they charge you as an adult, you're not going to no juvie. But I don't know if they charge him as an adult. Manslaughter is an adult charge. Oh. Damn. Yeah. Well, damn. Well, yeah. So, either way, so, your yeah. life has been changed. You just got thrown like, into prison. Drastically. Like, in, so in, the, in, the, in the, a second. A second. And that's the, the part that is... We have to. This could have been an accident. He could have dropped it and it. Boom. But that's what I'm saying. It, it's it an accident. Anything. That's what I'm saying. It's an accident. Like that's that's what they said. It's an accident. So all I can say is, I really do pray that he is getting the help that he needs. I feel for him. I so feel for bad. him. Like I feel for him. And I feel that even if he did have to serve time, that other treatment like therapy should also be implemented because he he needs that. He definitely needs he that. He needs that. So. so, Amani's death really hit me hard. Yeah. This is before. Same. This is like the first story that I've covered that, like, honestly, like made me cry, like made my eyes water up. Like as I was doing the research, I was like, "Oh my god, this is insane." Yeah, like you saw me. Like, yeah, Stephen's mouth was like on the floor, y'all. Yeah. She was only five. She had woken up that morning, ate breakfast, probably watched some of her favorite shows and played. And in the blink of an eye, she was gone. I think her death hits all of us even harder because it was preventable. Had the gun been stored properly and out of reach for all of the kids, none of this would have happened and Imani would still be here. And I really just wanted to include a snippet of Lisa Crawford. She's the leader of Mothers of Murdered Offspring, um, and she spoke on this story. 
And to that young man, I want to hug him because I know there's no way in the world he intended this. And neither did the adult because everybody thinks it's not going to happen to me. My child's not going to touch it. My child, it's out of my child's reach. We all think that. But it can be you. So what do you think, Steven? Um, what do you think that, like, what she said? I mean, she's right. You know what I'm saying? She's absolutely right. It, yeah. it really can happen to anybody. And you have to be mindful of those type of things, especially when you want to, like, if you're going to have a gun around children, you have to introduce them to that. You have For to, sure. like, like, my dad, I, I, I ain't going to give him the biggest credit because I'm, like, I'm not his biggest fan or whatever. But, like, he definitely introduced me to that early on. He made sure I was aware, like, this is not no toy. Like, bro, right. you're not going to point this at somebody and be like, bang. And, and they're going to walk that. away from you. Because yeah. that's not how this shit goes. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I just feel like it all just comes with a little education. And, you know, if 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 that's a decision you're going to make around your kids, just be safe about it. Just yeah. be smart about it. Like, yeah. And I think I'm like, not saying your kid has to know how to load a gun at three years old, but you know what I'm saying? They they gotta know like, hey, don't touch this. Yeah. If you touch this, you're gonna be in some trouble that you cannot handle. So please just let's make sure we just leave this alone. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I learned how to use a gun at an early Young, age. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't wanna speak on the age I did learn because it's a little drastic, but you know what I'm saying. But yeah, like I remember going shooting with my dad exactly. and learning how to Load the gun and, and shoot the gun and, and handle the gun. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember, I was Hand like, it to him and yes, even just like what what do they call it? Uh, 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 like in a restaurant where you don't put your table, your arm uh, elbows on the table. Oh, like manners. I think uh, I don't know. Uh, there's etiquette. another word, etiquette. etiquette. Yeah, he taught me like gun etiquette, like how you hand it to him and all these things and like that changed a lot like that changes yes. your viewpoint on it yes. like that that yes. teaches you like this is not no game you see somebody use a gun this is ooh, yeah, you know what like, i'm saying so i think like my, I my first gun that i shot was like a 38 special revolver yeah that and saturday night special you, you know what I'm saying? so like but i remember going to the shooting range with him and like being excited because you're excited you're like oh i'm getting like, to, oh, get to shoot a gun you know what i'm saying but like the irreparable fucking damage that a gun can actually do is but that's what I'm saying. So I remember like turning to him and being excited and I had the gun in my hand. And he's like, no. Like, whoa, whoa, he's young like, lady. you, when you turn, you put the gun facing the, the floor, you know what I'm saying? And you turn and you, you handle it. Don't put, don't ever have your finger on the trigger. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, have, exactly. so like, so I remember learning that. And like you said, it's just like, you think you, I mean, you can take all the measures and you still don't know what's going to happen. You know, so that's also the reality that we have Things to face. They, these kids, like you said, these kids could have known the ins and out of of a gun, but you still don't know because these are kids. Just you know where a gun saying? can jam, a gun can go off. Exactly. Say, like, I mean, even for us, like you said, we may have learned how to use guns at an early age, but we we have still been like, oh yeah, I'm skilled. I already know. I don't learn how to shoot a gun. I don't learn how to load a gun. I'm finna use this gun. You know. So but we never know. So, yeah, but I think like what Lisa said was is, is important. Like you said, she knows and I think we all know that this was not in his intentions. Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely like, not. You got to be a twisted ass 14 year old kid to be like, oh, I'm going to shoot my little sister. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not. And it's not like we haven't heard that before. But it's like. But I don't think in this not situation. In this case, no. Not in this case. That that absolutely was the not. intent. No. No, I don't think so. Following her death, Amani's community celebrated her life with a community event at her elementary school. Everyone wore her favorite colors, pink and green. 
They played music and they just really celebrated who Imani was. It was a time for the community to come together and love and looking at the pictures and just the whole event. Like it was, it was dope. It was beautiful. Like it honestly, like I said, it just makes you want to cry. It's, 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 it does. I don't want to cry. <laughs> I really don't want to cry. No, don't cry. It's okay. Also, following her death, CMPD gave out gun locks for free to help prevent something like this from happening again. Um, I think Imani's story is important. And at first, I debated on even covering it because I wasn't sure of the response. Um, I would... I wasn't sure of the response that I would kind of get, you know what I'm saying, yeah. writing this. Um, and I even thought to myself, like, could I even write this story and give it the justice that it deserves? You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it goes back to that bias and things. So, um, But I also knew the importance behind covering it. Yeah. Um, I wanted us as a city to remember Amani, remember her light, her love and laughter I wanted us to continue celebrating her and continue supporting her family, who is still recovering from this tragedy. Again, it's only been three years. Um, I also wanted it to be a time for education and awareness. Gun safety is vital to keeping our children safe. So I'm stressing the importance of all gun on all gun owners to store your weapons safely, to keep them out of reach from kids, and to educate the young people around you on guns and the harm that they can cause when used improperly. And I'm saying this to everyone. If you have younger siblings, children, nieces, nephews, cousins, remember to keep your gun somewhere safe. Use a gun lock or a box. Like Lisa said, you think it won't be you until it happens. And I don't wish that type of pain on anybody. Yeah, no, never. Never. And um, for the people who don't know what a gun lock is, it's basically like it, it, it's a little master lock, but it has like a longer string on right. it and it goes through the slot of the gun and basically where the where the bullet feeds at right and you can't you can't Shoot use it. a gun with a gun lock in exactly so. and it's literally like if you if you haven't got it i don't think cmpd they might still be giving them out for free but they're like five dollars yeah they're really cheap and it, it's it's it comes with a key you know what i'm saying and it's safe it's safety bro it's just about gun safety like, yeah and i mean like i'm like we all have guns, I think, yeah. nowadays. You know what I'm saying? But I think you have to take those extra precautions. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, when I'm out. Now. You know what I'm saying? When I'm, I'm out with my family, I'm not just, here's my gun on the ki- kitchen counter, y'all. You know There's- what I'm saying? Okay. I'm not saying it right now. <laughs> I'm not saying it right now. Because I'm with another adult. Yeah. I know you're not going to just go over there. Boo-boo, you know yeah, what I'm saying? No, but I'm saying, like, when I'm around people under 18. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm no, saying? No, I understand what you're you saying. Know, of course. Shut up, Steven. <laughs> you say it. Uh, anyways. Um, um, so, like I said, like I'm not just having my gun out. When I'm around younger kids, I'm not just like, here's my gun, y'all. Yeah. Don't touch it. I'm finna, go and, I'm finna go take a shower. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, nah. I'm finna go cook. You know, it's just like you just you have to take those extra precautions because I can't I don't got that that trust in my my younger cousins. In my nobody. Right? In nobody. <laughs> you know? Because like they're kids. They're they're um They're easily impressionable. They're easily impressionable, but they're also um Naive. 
naive and also like um, interested you know what i'm saying curious. they're they're curious you know they want to know what's going on they, they want to touch everything they want to be you know like an adult they want to be like y'all i see her wearing the gun on her hip i want to be like her wearing the gun on my hip you know what i'm yeah, saying like and it's like and that's with anything so yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's just like we just have to as the adults as the future generation we have to take that extra step and keep our our kids safe they're all at the end of the day these are all our kids you know what i'm saying like these are the we have to be mindful these are our future these are our future and they deserve to live long lives you know what i'm saying they deserve to go to school and learn and and read and write and laugh and experience and i don't think that an accident Really, anything should be should be the thing to take them out. Yeah, no, that's they deserve it, to live long, happy lives. Out, you know? Like you know, so, so yeah. and that's why I said the, the the sad thing about this is that it was avoidable, it was preventable with just that extra step, you know. And I don't want this for anybody, you know. So yeah. I know that they didn't want that for themselves, you know. So please help save the lives of those you love. Protect them by taking that extra step that may seem unnecessary at the time because you just might save their lives. Um, I hope I was able to give this story justice and I'm sending all my prayers and love to Imani's family and community. Like I said, it's only been three years since her death and I know that as more time passes, the harder it's going to get. I want them to know that we stand with them and that we are here for them. And also, um, I think, um, I think, her school, or it was CMS as a whole, but they created a scholarship in her name after that oh. happened. Yeah. And I I pray that Amani is resting in peace and is guiding her family through these tough times. Absolutely. And this episode probably wouldn't be out like by her birthday because she's a Sagittarius, but like yes. happy seventh birthday because we can't say happy eighth birthday. Yes. Yes. Happy birthday. Yes. Because she would be what? She would be eight. This year, she would be eight years old. She would be eight eight years years old. So, Mm -hmm. around her birthday, you know, I'll definitely make a post, you know, um, so we can just celebrate her birthday again. She would have been eight years old this December 2nd, you know, so y'all remember that, you know. Um, I know her family is probably going to do something for her. I'm sure they do every year, you know what I'm saying? Um, But again, like, we're just sending all the love and prayers to her family. And I, I, I truly believe that she's just following her family and just guiding them through that, which... It just speaks to who she was. She was just beautiful. She was precious. She was everything good in this world. Like, I just, it really, this story really hurt my heart. Yeah, like, that's a baby. So, you it know. It hurt it my definitely heart. definitely gets closer. Like, especially now, like, being older, having nieces and nephews. It's like, yes. damn, like, if that happened to us, like, that would. Yes. You know, so. Yes. So. But, yeah. That concludes episode 12 of Queen City Homicides, you guys. I know it was probably a hard one to get through, but we got through it together. And we're going to keep getting through these together. Um, but just remember the importance of gun safety and taking that extra step with anything. Not just guns. You know what I'm saying? With your car keys. You know what I'm saying? The knives in the home. You know, just just be mindful that kids can get their hands on anything. And we want to avoid this, you know? So, um, again, just thank y'all. If y'all like the podcast, please like, share, leave a review. Um, and if you have any comments, if you have any opinions on the story, leave them on Instagram. You know, we try to do it justice. We didn't try to put our own biases or opinions into this. I really just wanted this episode to be about, um, education and awareness and shedding light on Amani and, 
just who she was as a person. She was just beautiful. Again, she was just just a baby, and she yeah. deserves she deserves to be here. But she also deserves um, for her name to be remembered, you yeah. know, and for us to celebrate her and who she was. So. Um, I hope you guys have a great night. I just feel like this is a story that I can't end on and be like, Maya. I have to be like, y'all, just fine, y'all. I just I can't do this, you know. Steven, how you feel? I mean, I'm all right. Like it, it, it was definitely, you know, it wasn't the story I expected. For the people that don't know, like she's not gonna like if you ever like okay for the listeners that are her friends. If you come over here to like do a podcast with her, she doesn't tell you what she's going to read about. So you just have to be prepared for whatever she says. And she put my jaw on the floor. So, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I'm all right, but it definitely was impactful to hear. And, you know, yeah, um, it definitely makes you think about like, damn, like, like sometimes I'll just be sitting there like my gun is on my nightstand and like I'm just playing with the baby and like I never think about like whatever could just happen there so you know yeah but I think but that's that, the point that's the, exactly that's the point like it makes me think like okay now I gotta stay on top of my shit and like to take that extra know, step take that because it seems unnecessary at the time until at the time until something happens until something know, so. unfortunately happens so but, y'all uh, just remember to yeah. stay safe out there I'm sorry did I cut you off no okay um, but y'all just remember to stay safe out there um Take that extra step when you're using anything, especially guns. Protect your kids, protect your friends, protect your nieces, your nephews, your cousins, all of that. Um, keep them safe out here because if you don't, who will? So thanks, y'all. Be safe out there. Love y'all. Bye.